everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to talk about imposter syndrome and dating. Before we get started with that, I want to let you know that I created a free guide. It's called Copy and Paste Texts for When He's Pulling Away or Acting Flaky, and the link for that is going to be in the show notes. So imposter syndrome is something that usually applies to work, but I actually feel like this really applies to dating as well. So I'm going to read you the definition and you'll see how this can relate to dating as well. So a random definition I found on the internet is imposter syndrome can be defined as a collection of feelings of inadequacy that persist despite evident success. Imposters suffer from chronic self-doubt and a sense of intellectual fraudulence that overrides any feelings of success or external proof of their competence. So the short version is that imposter syndrome is that feeling like, for example, if you get hired for a new job and they hired you because they think you're competent and talented and able to do the work. And as soon as you start that job, you start feeling so much anxiety and fear and self-doubt that they're going to figure out that you actually can't do the job and that you're actually not as intelligent as they thought. And you feel almost like you put on a front or you trick them into thinking that and it's only a matter of time until they find out the real you um, is actually not able to handle the job. So I wanted to relate this to dating because we can actually have a really similar experience when we start dating somebody new. So you meet somebody, you're dating, maybe you're even in a relationship and you start to think, wow, like this person is really amazing and you feel like maybe they don't realize like that I actually have all of these flaws or it's only a matter of time until they figure out the real me, like that I get insecure sometimes or that I'm jealous sometimes or that I actually don't have all my shit together and my career is kind of a mess or something like, of course, you're a human with some sort of flaw. You're not a perfect being. And sometimes that same imposter syndrome can be triggered when you're dating somebody really amazing. And especially if over time you're like, wow, they just keep showing me all of these amazing things about them. The more scared you can become, like I'm actually not as amazing as them, or they're going to figure out that they could do better than me. So if you're in a relationship and you have imposter syndrome, then you're going to feel like this person is not even in love with the real you you're going to feel like they're in love with a front. And of course, that will be terrifying because you are falling in love with this person. And at the same time, you feel like it's only a matter of time before it falls apart when they see the real you. And of course, that creates a lot of anxiety and insecurity, which can lead to other things like jealousy and controlling behavior or self-sabotage because you just want it to be over before it even gets more deep into it. And I want to address this in this podcast today. So the first problem is that you have him on a pedestal and that is definitely contributing to the imposter syndrome. So if you think of somebody else as so perfect and amazing, and even if you logically know that they're a human being and they have challenges and flaws and shortcomings and all of that. If what you feel is like this person is so amazing and so much better than me and they could do so much better than me, then you have them on a pedestal. 
And I remember with my first love, um, when I first started dating him, like in the first month or two of our relationship, I, it was one of those situations where the more I spent time with him, the more I was like, are you just a perfect person? Because he was like an award-winning athlete and super ambitious and intelligent in his career and very good looking and so sweet to me and amazing. And we had all the other things like great conversation, all that kind of stuff. And I started to feel like, wow, like he's so amazing. I don't know, like, what is he doing with me? Honestly, that's how I felt. And it was because I had him on this pedestal. I thought he's this perfect person and every area of his life is perfect and he has no flaws and, or at least I haven't seen any. And I know myself very well and I know that I have flaws. So if I compare what I know about myself with this version of him that I painted based on the limited information that I have, then I don't really measure up. So what I learned from that relationship as well as any other relationship with somebody who I thought was so amazing, as well as any other friendship or even in work relationships where I really idolized my boss or my mentor, is if you spend enough time with somebody, you will see that they're a human just like you. And not like... Yeah, the thing is when you're idolizing somebody, you're putting them on a level above you Um, and so this isn't about like finding people's flaws so you can feel better than them. It's just like, we're all on the same level. We're all human beings and imperfection is ingrained in our DNA. So here's the next thing. If you are dating somebody and you have strong emotional feelings for them and you perceive them to be really amazing, you are living life outside of your comfort zone and That's a great thing. And love happens outside of your comfort zone. Love doesn't happen inside of your comfort zone. So if you're feeling love feelings for somebody, you are automatically outside of your comfort zone. And what that means is that there's risk associated with it. There's potential for heartbreak or rejection or loss. But that's also where all the best stuff is like, love and joy and connection and all of that stuff that you are experiencing with this person. And automatically, and what is to be expected if you are outside of your comfort zone, even if you're just one like toe outside of your comfort zone, you will have the voice of the so-called safety police, as Dr. Aziz likes to call them, come up the voice of insecurity, the voice of you shouldn't be doing this, the voice of any voice that will convince you to get back inside of your comfort zone. So you met this amazing person, you're dating them, you're way outside of your comfort zone, and then all of these voices will come up telling you that you're not good enough and you should just end it now and it's only a matter of time before he breaks up with you. It's only a matter of time before he figures out that you have all these flaws. Uh, Anything to, first of all, get you to sabotage this and go back inside of your comfort zone and then after that, never do it again and never try it again. So I just really don't want you to take that voice so seriously 
Just because you feel something doesn't mean it's true. Just because you feel insecure, just because you have a voice in your head telling you that you don't measure up, that you're not good enough, that, and it's combined with a really strong feeling of fear and uh, insecurity, that doesn't mean that's true. That's just the voice in your head that comes up anytime that you put even a little pinky outside of your comfort zone. It's very normal and you shouldn't listen to it. That's just your safety police. And so by not listening to it, what I mean is don't react to the fear. Don't now sabotage the relationship and break up with him because you'll never be good enough for him and try to get him to text and call you a hundred times a day so you can feel more secure. Don't do any of that stuff that's coming from that voice of insecurity. Instead, really relax into the discomfort because here's the really good news because I feel like everything I just said up till now sounded like really bad news. But the good news is if you do things outside of your comfort zone and you stay there for long enough, that eventually becomes your new comfort zone and it's expanded. So if you're able to ease into it and relax and not react to it and not run straight back to your comfort zone, eventually it will start to go away and you'll warm up and it'll feel more comfortable and you'll feel more secure. And the two of you in your relationship will create a foundation together where you start to trust each other and you go through challenges together and you come out on the other side and that helps you feel more secure in the relationship as well. So It does get better, um, but don't react to it. Don't run away from it. And so if you need more on that topic of not reacting to the fear and the insecurity and the anxiety, uh, listen to the last episode, which was called Fear of Feelings, which is about how to relax into those emotions. So lastly, if you're feeling that insecurity, that anxiety, and that um, imposter syndrome, like, oh my gosh, wait till they find out that I'm not actually good enough for them. I want you to refocus on your own growth and investing in yourself outside of the relationship because what can happen is when we start dating somebody, we get really excited about them and we hang out with them a lot and we start feeling really happy around them. So we start to associate that happiness with that person, which is a good thing. But if you're focusing too much on that other person, on the relationship, and not balancing that with space and time for yourself and investing in your own life and your own individuality, then that focus will start to make you feel insecure because it feels like your sense of love and approval and validation and comfort is coming from this one person in this relationship. So I want you to focus on creating progress in any area of your life or creating growth in any area of your life, whether it's your career or your health or even just taking up a new hobby or really focusing on your studies again, whatever it is for you that would make you feel excited about your own life outside of this relationship. This is just generally something to do throughout the entire relationship and never stop doing that because As long as you are both growing and evolving, you'll always remain interesting to one another. You'll always have new things to bring to the relationship, and it really helps with creating a healthy sense of security and 
inner validation that doesn't come from that person in that relationship. On that note, I am super excited next week or rather this week by the time you're listening to this. I am starting Zook classes on Wednesdays and I love Zook. I've taken one class before. It's kind of hard to describe, but it's a partner dance and it's very flowy and there's a lot of hair flipping. And so I'm really excited for that. And on Sunday, I'm going to start acting classes and it's going to be every single Sunday for hours, like three hours. And I'm so excited because the reason I want to do acting classes is because I want to learn how to tap into different alter egos. I don't know if I will achieve this. I don't know if that's what this class offers, but that would be really cool. Like I want to be able to show up to any party in any situation and like pretend to be another person or go to a networking event and show up as my inner boss lady or just like different aspects of me that I want to bring out because I feel like we all have our default personality based on our like how we were raised and other influences in our life. But I bet there are different parts of me, Amber, that I don't know yet. And I want to discover them in acting class. So I'm doing that on Sunday. But those are just little ideas of things you could do that would be examples of investing in yourself, uh, growing, and yeah, just investing in your own life. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. If you did enjoy this episode, I would love to see a rating and review from you on iTunes. That's super helpful to me. And it also just makes me really happy. I hope you have an awesome day and thanks again. Bye.